Hey friend, welcome back to another episode of the So What Podcast. My name is Anna McGuire, and I'm so excited to have a conversation with you today about sowing intentionally into our lives so that we can reap abundantly in the days, weeks, months, and even years to come. In our weekly conversations in this podcast, I like to pull from different arenas, different experiences, different areas of my life where I've had the opportunity to learn and to share it with you, my friend. And one area that I love to speak on is this area of mental health, emotional health. I don't know if you know this, but uh, in 2019, May of 2019, I graduated with my master's degree in school counseling and mental health counseling. And over the last four-ish years, I've served in a couple different counseling capacities, um, aside from like internships and everything like that too. But I was a school counselor for several years and then I was a mental health counselor therapist with a private practice for a while as well. And so while I was in my undergrad, which I got my minor in counseling and psychology, and then as well as while I was in grad school for mental health counseling and school counseling, as we talked about this concept and this idea called favorable self favorable self. And this is something that I've been noticing in my own life, as well as I I kind of watching the world around me perk up again, or maybe I'm just noticing it more because I'm like noticing it in me. So I'm like noticing it more in the world. You know how that is? It's like you get a blue like Toyota Corolla and then all of a sudden you start seeing blue Toyota Corollas everywhere. Like something that like has your interest or that is more meaningful to you than you start seeing it everywhere. Well, anyways, this idea of favorable self has really come up for me a lot recently. And you might say, okay, Anna, favorable self, what does this mean? Well, if I can give you a definition, like this is a pretty simple definition, but it's the one that I like the most, is favorable self is judging yourself, so judging yourself, me, based on my intention or your intention and motivation. So that's the first part of it. There's a second part of it. It is judging others based on their actions. So favorable self, judging yourself based on your intention and motivation while judging others based on their actions. I've done this. I do this. (laughs) That I judge myself based on my intention and motivation and I judge others a lot of times based on their actions. I'm going to give you an example of this. Let's say I have a project or a commitment that I've made and I don't follow through like I intended or like I had communicated with someone. I tell myself this, Anna, it's okay. You were busy. You had X, Y, and Z going on. Life is full. You have a a toddler who is waking up at really strange hours in the morning. So your morning routine is off. Like, you know, I can tell myself, I give myself all of this favoritism. This like, oh, I look at myself based on my motivation. Are all those things real and true? Absolutely. Those are all very real and true things, but that's the way I can judge myself. I'm like, oh, Anna, it's okay. Like you didn't mean to miss the mark or you didn't mean to not follow through. Like you were just so busy and you had a lot going on and you're tired. Okay. So then the flip side of that for this example is if somebody does the same exact thing, 
they don't follow through with a project or a commitment they made, I tell myself, gosh, they're selfish or they have no follow through or discipline. They could have simply set aside five minutes and have gotten it done. Like I look through them at a lens or I look at them through a lens that is based on their actions, not what's going on really in their world. I want to make sure that we're comparing and contrasting the difference. I tell myself, oh, you know, it's okay. Like you didn't mean to. There's all these things happening. And somebody who could have done the same exact thing, I I tell myself this narrative of, oh, they're so undisciplined or, oh my goodness, like they just are, they're just not with it. Like I tell myself those things. Same scenario, either way, I give myself grace and I give others judgment. I give myself grace and I give others judgment. And now I want to make sure that I do give myself grace. Like if I could just like interject that, like there are seasons that are really challenging and you can't give a 100% to every single thing. And so yes, you do have to give yourself grace. Like if I'm exhausted and it's two o'clock in the afternoon, it's because I've been up since 4.40 a.m. Like that's okay. Like there's, there's reality with that. But what isn't good is that when it is favorable self, that I only give myself that level of grace and don't give that level of grace to others. Ooh, I'm going to get like fired up because this is something that has been resonating deeply in my heart and where I really want to continue to grow. And then even as I see the world around me, we judge others based on their actions, but we judge ourselves based on our intention and motivation. We give ourselves favoritism. We give ourselves grace, which is good, but then we only give others judgment. We only give them harshness or wrath or rudeness or whatever it may be. And can I tell you that it's just not, mm, it's so not healthy long-term when it comes to the health of our relationships. Honestly, that kills off grace. You lose grace in that moment. Again, you can have grace for yourself, but if you're going to have grace for yourself, you also have to give grace to others. Because if you only give grace to you and you never extend it to anyone else, you are giving yourself favoritism. And when you give yourself favoritism, you experience the loss of grace truly. You might say, okay, what what is grace? So definition of grace real quick is giving somebody something they don't deserve. Giving somebody something they don't deserve. So for me, like my most like relevant Christian context is like the grace of God. And the way the grace of God works is that what I deserved is an eternity apart from him. That was what I deserved. But, and that was because of my sin and because uh, I wasn't in right relationship with him and I could never do the things to be in right relationship with him. So what he did was his act of grace was he sent his son Jesus to die on the cross in my place and that I can receive that gift. And as a result, I can get what I don't deserve, and that is be in right relationship with God and spend eternity with him. That's grace. That's grace. Grace is getting something you don't deserve. And there's people in our life who are really struggling and legitimately maybe missing the mark or not following through with their commitments, but they need our grace. 
They need our kindness extended to them. And the thing is, is when we see people miss the mark around us, whether it's in a work situation, a volunteering situation, family, whatever it may be, is your first response judgment or grace? Because it is so easy to give ourselves grace, but others like just judgment and criticism. Can you give to other people what it is that we a lot of times default give to ourselves? And you might say, Anna, well, I really don't struggle giving myself grace. I'm, I'm pretty hard on myself. You know, that's fair. But I think there is also a level of this that we do favor ourselves. We know our intentions and our motives. We know that our heart is in the right place when it comes to certain projects or different commitments. And so we do have grace for ourselves because we know our hearts even if our actions don't align. And can I just encourage you that in this season, there is a lot of, oh, there's a lot of tension. There's a lot of frustration. There's a lot of conflict. Can you be a person of grace? That is what I desire. I want to be a person of grace. That is not my default. My default is not to be a person of grace. I am very human. My default is to be somebody that wants to point out the wrong. My, my human default is uh, I want to show people what they did wrong and how they fell short. But I want to be a person of grace. I want to reflect Jesus in this way. I want to give people compassion and kindness. And even if they truly miss the mark and they don't deserve grace and compassion and kindness, I want to give it to them anyways. I don't want to just have favoritism on myself. I don't want to have this favorable self-identity where I judge myself based on my intention motivation. I judge others based on their actions. I want to give people the benefit of the doubt. I want to look at their heart I want to look at their motive and trust and believe that their heart, even if they didn't follow through like they said they were, even if they disappointed me, whatever it may be, giving them the benefit of the doubt, knowing that their heart is probably in the right place. Can I judge people the same way I judge myself? Can I give them the benefit of the doubt? Can I look at their heart, not just their actions? I want to be a person who, yes, gives myself grace, but I also want to give others grace. And here's the deal, like when we only give ourselves that, like we, when we're only giving ourselves the grace, like we're favoritizing ourselves, we really do lose the ability to give grace to others. When I judge others based on their actions and not looking at their heart, it truly robs me of the opportunity or the ability to give grace. So maybe you're in a situation or you will be in a situation. I can like almost like say for sure at some point in your life, you will be in a situation where you want to judge someone based on their actions. Can I encourage you to try to look at their heart? Judge them the same way that you would judge yourself in the sense of you look at their heart and their intentions and motivations. And a lot of times what can be helpful is to have a conversation with that person. Hey, you didn't follow through or your commitment didn't look the way that we had talked about. Like, help me understand what was going on. And the person will come back with, well, Anna, my car broke down or this happened or that happened. And there's an amazing explanation and I can hear the person's heart and what truly happened instead of just writing it off that they're lazy or selfish or they have no follow through. That can be hugely helpful as well to extending grace is to actually hear their heart. But can you just join me 
in this mission of giving people the benefit of the doubt. Andrea Patterson, who is um, one of the leaders in our church, she said something so good recently about may our auto response to people be grace first. Like when we get frustrated with people, when there's some kind of discord or disunity or miscommunication, may our default be grace first, that we believe the best about the other person, to know that mm, I can look at their heart, not just their actions. I don't want to just look at my heart and my intentions, which is good, but I want to look at theirs too. Friend, I do believe that as we sow intentionally into this area of of giving grace, of not just showing ourselves favoritism by giving grace only for us, judging ourselves with grace, but judging others based on their actions, I do believe if we sow intentionally into this area of our lives, that we will reap abundantly in the area of unity, we'll reap abundantly in the area of stronger and healthier communication stronger and healthier relationships that honestly criticism is really heavy to carry around all day like to be a judger is heavy and so I really do believe that part of the reaping abundantly is a lightness about you a lightness about your mind and your heart and I've been experiencing that as I've been trying to be more intentional in this again I've not arrived I'm still growing it has been hugely helpful for me to just feel better honestly, to try to be a person of grace, grace first. Friend, I want to remind you, I am always in your corner and I'm cheering you on as you choose to sow intentionally against this particular idea of giving grace, not showing yourself favoritism when it comes to judging yourself, Man, it takes intentionality. This is not just something that happens. So I'm going to emphasize the sowing intentionally. You will reap abundantly. I love you, my friend, and I can't wait to talk to you next week.